Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to the Manifesting Money Podcast. My name's Anita Aguilar. I am your host, as well as a money mindset coach, a manifesting expert, and so are you, and I'm going to show you how, and the CEO of a multi-million dollar company teaching manifestation. This podcast's purpose is to bring massive consciousness around the world of money manifestation, and we want to share our stories to truly help you understand that money is just energy. It's an unlimited resource that you can tap into at any given point in time. The way that you feel about money is how it shows up for you. So if you have the limiting belief that you have to work super hard for money, this podcast is for you. I'm going to be sharing the things that I personally learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be sharing tips, tricks, strategies, and stories of those who truly healed their relationships with money and have mastered attracting abundance. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi friends, welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. I am super happy and grateful that you are tuning in today because you are in for a treat. So if you are if you are currently listening to this episode right now, that means that you have manifested this. You are in our vortex. So if you're new, thank you so much for tuning in and investing your time and energy into this podcast and learning more about money mindset because your testimony is actually what's going to help us tell other people about this. And if you are coming back to the podcast and a long-term listener, again, Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate every single one of our listeners. And one of the ways that we love to show appreciation for not only you listening, but you doing this inner work on your money mindset is sharing stories. So today I have a story from a beautiful soul. Her name is Jessica Starshine. Well, I'm not sure if that's her last name or if that is just what you have on Instagram, but this one is for you. So the first testimony is, um, the first part of, the, of this testimony is that she wanted to share some things about car issues. So she started off by saying, I have to share something with you. You always talk about car issues, LOL. I truly feel like I'm going through some big changes and I found myself putting myself in back into my safe bubble recently. Feeling overwhelmed and ready to scream, I decided to. I decided the only way that I was going to get out of this fear is by taking action. I owed the IRS $48,000 from 2018 tax return, and it continues to grow. So I have been making small payments, not really looking more into just letting it have the power over me. So I decided to see a different accountant for a few weeks ago. Not only do I now not owe any more back taxes, but I'm also getting money back. I decided right then and there that I was never going to go against my gut instinct and started to educate myself. So two weeks ago, the universe tested me by my car breaking down. I was also, I was on the freeway when my car began to lose power. And when I pulled off still on the freeway, but still off to the side, my car completely died. Every light in the car seemed to have came on. And I knew that something was going to, that it was going to be something big. So my first reaction was, I'm just going to get it towed to my house because I don't have the money right now to fix this. And I'm not going to wait once I return back. But the whole, I need to trust my instinct and I need to educate myself and everything that I had told myself, I would no longer hesitate on. And I decided that I was going to get the car towed to a dealership so that at least I'll know what I'm dealing with instead of being stuck in the dark in a corner. Well, a few days later, I got a phone call from the dealership. Everything that was wrong with my car was covered under my extended warranty. I paid nothing for the car getting fixed. I felt like 
I felt so light and free. And every time I look at the clock, there's always different numbers. It's either 444 or 222 or 111, 1212101010 all day long. I turned my car on, the coolant light came on. Instead of freaking out, I just laughed and I stood in line at Napa Auto Parts for some coolant. And I could hear your voice messages from my um, voice slash messages from your podcast playing in my head. I got back to my desk to look at the time and it was 111. I'm rewriting my story and it is becoming my reality and I feel it. So sorry that this message is so long and I just felt like I needed to share it with you. So this was, this first message was on March 28th. And then the second message came on April 8th. It reads, okay, if you remember the last few messages, let me tell you that I just received a check for $10,000 and I was supposed to be receiving a check a few months for $5,000, but I got this instead. I have been letting go of fear. Uh, I have been letting go of my fear with money and car issues, and this is amazing. So here's a little shout out. I'm so happy we get the sports We did little sound effects. But thank you, Jessica, for sharing the story. Thank you for investing your time and energy into the podcast. And thank you for implementing all the things that we teach. So if you guys have been tuning into my uh, Instagram stories, you would know that I actually just got back from a retreat or I guess a live event. I'm not sure what to call it with Lewis Howes. So if you haven't heard of Lewis House, I highly recommend the School of Greatness podcast. Uh, but I was, but I had the opportunity to be in the room with not only him, but his whole team and other people who are operating at the same frequency of not only teaching and educating, but really stepping into their power and helping a lot of people by doing that. So one of the biggest things that kept coming to the surface is that if you don't use it, you lose it. And that really stuck with me while I was there because it's just a reminder that, it's, again, it's not about being happy and positive all the time. It's about being aware that your thoughts are creating your reality and you have the power to shift it all just by the way that you think and investing time and energy into reprogramming your subconscious mind. So I have an amazing guest for you today, and I'm so happy and excited to bring Emily on. She had me as a guest on her podcast, and one of the biggest things that we brought up on this specific episode was releasing the belief that you have to work super hard and getting out of this hustle grind mentality. So a lot of people are not conscious that that always working, always hustling is actually a form of scarcity. And it's one of the biggest money blocks. And I was so awesome. It was so awesome to hear Emily's story and not only hearing the difference when she understood this, but also hearing her story about how she invested in herself. I thought it was so amazing how she was able to quantum leap in her business and again, start to step into this role where she was teaching other people. Another thing that we break down in this podcast episode is the imposter syndrome that comes with this. If you haven't already heard the episode, I think it was previous to this one where we talk all about all the things that I wish I would have known. Um, actually, I think it was two episodes back where I talk about all the things that I wish I would have known before I quantum leaped. And that is one of the biggest ones is the belief that it's too soon for you to teach or that you need to have X, Y, Z qualifications before you start telling other people about that. And again, that's just a belief. And Emily is a prime example of what happens when you start to not only become conscious of this belief, but start to challenge it and choose to believe otherwise. 
So last time announcement before we get into the podcast episode, if you are listening to this before April 21st, we are doing a free three-day manifesting money workshop. If you were listening to this before April 21st, it's Thursday, and we are hosting a free one-day workshop where I'm going to be telling you guys a step-by-step process of how to release your money blocks. All right, loves, that's all the announcements for this podcast episode, and I cannot wait for you to hear Emily's story. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Manifesting Money Podcast. I am super happy and grateful that we have Emily here today. Emily, I just gave you an amazing intro, and I want to thank you again for adjusting the time to be here and also being vulnerable and sharing your story. So we're going to do some rapid fire. But first question for you, Emily, is how are you doing today? I am doing good. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a busy day. I know it's only afternoon for you, isn't it? But evening for me right now. But yeah. Super, super good. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about the time change and how one who started this thing t- time change, and it was so crazy to me that some someone said that, oh, well, that state didn't have time change or that country didn't have time change, and I'm like, who is making this up? So anyway, I just thought that was so funny because <laughs> time zones alone always confuse me, but time change is another thing too. So. Okay. It just goes to show that we were meant to have this podcast episode today. So, <laughs> so like I said, we're going to start with some rapid fire questions. And my first question for you is what is your morning routine? My morning routine. So it, it does differ. You know, I really like to fill into my intuition and what, what feels good each day. But um, I'll generally get up, eat very soon after I've woken up because I'm always starving um and then I will do my journaling um I have like multiple ones either that you have a structure to follow or whether I just want to write that day I always do my gratitudes at least three things I'm grateful for and why I'm grateful for them every day um then depending on how I'm feeling I might do some meditation um some breath work I might do some yoga um but always as a bare minimum I'll always do my gratitudes and kind of fill in just kind of like do a body scan, see how I'm feeling that day, what I need that day, um, and how I want to show up that day. Ah, so good. I love how you said it's very intuitive. Mm-hmm. That is so good. And a lot of times when people think of morning routine, they always think it's a set structure every single day, but how you're able to, one, really see what your body needs at a specific time is so key. So I want to point that out. Uh, my second question for you is, what is your favorite book? Oh, my favorite book? Um the the magic um definitely was a a really big game changer and I also really love good vibes good life by Vex King um that definitely um was a big eye-opener for me like I I actually really struggle with I can read stories but I find it really hard to read like self-development books um I prefer to listen to them or watch something um so I've always really struggled but that was like the first one that I could really get into that I took a lot away from and you know when you're just reading something you're like yeah uh okay that all makes sense there's so many like delightful moments reading that so yeah, yeah that, uh, that would be my favorite oh so good yeah we're gonna keep these down in the show notes for everybody too because 
whether you're reading it or listening to it, it helps a lot with these referrals. And uh, I just feel so connected when people are reading the same books too, right? Like what you just said, like, I get this. So beautiful. A third rapid fire question is, who is your first mentor? Um, okay. Um, I don't know if I want to say the first person because it wasn't the most aligned decision. My first business mentor um, was Tori Gaynor. Um, so I we have very similar like kind of backgrounds. I literally followed her for years, um, but she really works. Um, she's a spiritual business coach. Um, and yeah that was like the best decision I've ever made to my business. Oh, nice. Plug in Tori. What's up, Tori? Thank you for <laughs> stepping into your light and uh, sharing that. So hopefully she's listening to this right now. <laughs> we'll send it out. So the last rapid fire question is, what is the first time you invested in yourself and how much was it? Um, so my first, again, like big investment, investment was with Tori um for I just went all in balls to the wall went straight in with one-on-one full coaching um which is not very like me um and that was um I'm trying to think so first I'd offer like a lower level of it I think it was around like 5k um was my first like business investment with her so I kind of just jumped in at the deep end um made it work yeah, quantum leap right there. This is something that I love to point out to people too, because even you being on here and sharing your story is what's building the belief in other people of what happens when they take that leap. So, so beautiful. Thank you for sharing. And now I'd like to dive into some deep stuff uh, when it comes to your story and all the shifts that you've had, especially even after that investment. So where would you like to start? because we know we have all different types of audiences from all different types of walks of life. Um, What you're doing right now, coaching, mentoring, and helping people with their mindset, was it always the plan or did you have something else that you believed you're going to do someday? Um, It was uh, never the plan. It was all something like, you know, I, I followed a lot of business coaches and was like, oh, I'd love to do that, but never thought that would be me. So um, I, like when I my first investment I was personal training um in a gym because of lockdown obviously I couldn't do that anymore so I transitioned my business online kind of by accident but yeah um and then yeah I my plan was to just continue scaling that and it scaled so fast um beyond what I ever thought was possible um and then yeah I had ended up having people coming to me asking how I did it asking for business advice and people just outright asking me like can I have business mentoring and I was like um, um, okay. Um, and it just kind of happened. Oh, wow. So you were coach or you were a personal training people and then the pandemic happened and you're yeah. in London, right? Yeah. So I know it was crazy. California was definitely a crazy place, but I'm very curious. Like what was the, the shutdown like for you guys? Literally completely. We was allowed out of the house for one hour a day. That was it. Um, everything closed down apart from essential shops. You was only allowed to go shopping once a week on your own, not with anybody else. Um, yeah, allowed to leave the house for one hour a day. Yeah, very, very much like could not do anything. Wow. And it's just so crazy because again, I know we have different listeners from different areas and we're based out of the US. So it's like, it's crazy to see how differently it affects different areas. 
and just again the shifts that happen within it. So your personal training, so many people are wanting were they wanting workouts at home or were they wanting like were you kind of teaching them about like food and stuff or what was it mostly? Yeah, so teaching about food and stuff, but it was a lot of workouts. Back then I did a lot of like live workouts, um, where you could follow along like people were lonely, they were very bored, we'd never had that much time on our hands before. Mm. Um obviously we here we have you might have good weather all the time we definitely do not um and we literally had this massive heat wave like that summer it was actually like 30 degrees which is really hot for us um so everyone suddenly wanted to you know get fit and you know get healthy especially because of the pandemic and you know keep themselves fit and healthy um so yeah it was a lot of um like live training um and then you're yeah, learning about um body confidence self-love being able to still eat your favorite foods and be able to lose weight Oh, okay. This is so key. And it's so funny because this is what I'm working on right now. It's like of what you're talking about. Again, workouts and eating and all that stuff is one thing, but really understanding like emotional attachment to food and, you know, the subconscious beliefs that you don't have to measure every single sugar ounce and all this different stuff. And so you can still have that healthy balance. So so awesome that you were teaching people that and also seeing how, again, it was a supply and demand, right? How the whole world got shut down and opportunities manifested because most of the people who, I mean, a majority of the world were going through shifts like this were losing income. They were losing all of the things that they were, um, their identity was attached to. So it's awesome always to see just a like paradigm shift to see what was happening for other people. Um, because our stories are very similar too. It's the same thing with like makeup and I'd love to know, right? You have now people who were coming up to you asking, how did you do it? How do we start a business like this? What was the shift from there? So I kind of, um, well, I went straight to my mentor. I was like, what do I do? Like people are asking me for this. And it's something I've been feeling into for a couple of months because the more I, you know, learn, you know, I scaled my fitness business to six figures in like, I think it was around eight, nine months, which was absolutely insane for somebody like me um, back then. So um, yeah, I just kind of put a plan in place and was like, do you know what, rather than sitting here thinking about all the things that could go wrong, like just book in someone for a business intensive. I have all the knowledge in my head. I know how to run a business, how to scale a business. So just go for it. Um, so yeah, I booked in my first business intensive client you know, and it just went from there. Oh, so good. And I know you have separate Instagrams. So what's, what, physically, what were the steps when you make that decision? So first, you, let's say someone's in that, that seat right now where they're like, oh my gosh, everybody's asking me for this, but I don't know where to start. Like what specifically did you do when you uh, made the decision to start coaching? So I, I didn't have two separate accounts back then. I had one. Um, so I just announced it on there, you know, um, because of other like little memberships and stuff I'd been in in the past, I had quite a lot of, uh, personal trainers, um, fitness coaches already like on my profile, um, on Instagram. So I just put out a post saying that I had some spots open for some business intensives and I could not believe how fast they just went. Um, so yeah, I had, had it all on one page, but as I grew my business mentoring, um, I felt like it was quite hard to show up for two it's still all me but two separate parts of me like two different businesses so then I made the other account um to have all things fitness and then all things business on one um and it definitely helped um because I think it's very hard when you do something like that like talking about money was very like you know 
awkward at the start. You know, I had all people I knew in real life and like my clients. And I found that quite tough to show up um, and talk about that kind of thing that I needed to for my business mentoring. Um, when I knew all my fitness clients were kind of sitting there watching me and I was going to PT them and they was, you know, asking me all these questions. Um, so yeah, it definitely helped when I split the two. Hi friends. I just want to take a couple seconds to remind you that if you were listening to this before Thursday, April 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, that you still have time to sign up for our free one-day workshop. So we're going to be walking you through a step-by-step process of how to unblock your money blocks. This is one of the number one questions that we get in our community every single day. And on Thursday, we're going to be walking you through the step-by-step process. Our mission is to help over 100,000 people understand that their thoughts are creating their reality and give them the tools and resources to help reprogram their subconscious mind. So if this is you and you are ready to start investing time and energy in reprogramming your subconscious mind, make sure you tune in to our free workshop Thursday April 21st at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Can't wait to see you there. Oh, so good. And I want to point out how you just started, right? You just put it out there and you didn't have the two separate Instagrams. It's just something that grew into it. Um, Because again, there's someone on here who's listening to this right now that's like, oh my gosh, I'm overthinking this. I don't need all of this other stuff. I just need to put myself out there and really just make the ask. And like, I love this part of your story again, because it's kind of like God, universe, source is literally like sitting here like waiting, like, oh my gosh, when are you going to wait? When are you just going to make the ask? Because we're over here waiting to give you all the things that you've been, been manifesting. But again, it's just on the other side of that fear. So when you went through the shift, what were some of the beliefs that came to the surface once you actually started coaching, maybe like after the transition, did any, or transaction, was there any imposter syndrome thoughts that came to the surface? Mm, 100%. I really, really, really struggled with that. Um, So as I mentioned before, I did work with a a mentor uh, in the pandemic for my fitness business. And they was not too kind about the transition. They actually told me I shouldn't bother. I'm not going to make it. Uh, so I didn't want to talk about them. Uh, but um, yeah, I had, you know, I had a lot of people, um, you know, who would say things like that or, you know, what gives you the right? And I definitely had a lot of imposter syndrome come up, like especially um, I even had someone message me and I'm going to say how it ended in a minute because it's it's a key thing. But they messaged me saying, you know, oh, you've only been doing this online for a year. Like, what gives you the right to do this? Do you really think anyone's going to want to come and work with you? And the thing was, a year later, they came and asked me how I freaking did it um, and became my client. So, yeah, um, there was definitely a lot of imposter syndrome, some fears around not kind of being good enough. And yeah, like, kind of like, what gives me the right to do that? Um, you know, what are people going to say? Um, and definitely like talking about money was a huge thing for me that I had to break through. Like I knew my family were watching, my friends were watching. And then I was going on there talking about, you know, money and mindset stuff that they didn't really understand. Um, it was definitely very scary, but the best thing I ever did. Oh, so good. Okay. I do want to bring that past mentor to the surface and just kind of talk about it for a second, because there's probably someone on here who's going through the same transition, but they don't, 
they're not even conscious that that person's projecting fear on them. Like a lot of times we actually develop this like trust with our coaches and our mentors. And again, I always tell people like, pay attention to who, when they say it, it clicks for you. Mm -hmm. And like, I've invested in people as well who were awesome and amazing, but they just weren't that person for me. And I invested into them for wrong reasons. Like pretty much like, oh, their program is going to fix everything for me. Right. Mm -hmm. And um, something I wanted to point out again about what you're talking about and how that person, again, probably unconsciously projected that fear of saying, hey, you can't do this because they didn't believe that from the themselves. But the fact that you are doing the work that you're doing now, like so many people are again, unconscious that they're even doing that or projecting their own fears. And it's so easy to see from the outside looking in and being like, oh, well, that person's just obviously projecting. But, you know, when you're not conscious of that, if that's what's happening, that it's like, we take it so personally. And it's been coming to up to the surface a lot recently too, is that uh, really understanding that it's a skill set to able to be able to identify if this person is projecting something or if it's really something that you need to work on. And usually you can tell from the energy and the intention, like I could physically feel like how it was, you can't do this the way that you talked about it and feel a different vibration when you talk about Tori. So I want to point that out because it's so beautiful. And again, vibes don't lie guys. Like vibes don't lie. If you got a bad feeling about something, it's because there is something happening. Um, so thank you for setting the example of really, again, trusting your own intuition, because now you can tell other people that and really incorporate it in your teaching. So one of the amazing things that I've been able to pull from your content, it's also so huge, especially in this community, is uh, working out of scarcity and burnout. So what what was a time in your life where you physically went through this? Um, because source puts us in a dang position so that we can learn it and teach other people. And what did you do to start becoming more conscious of it and shift it not only for yourself, but for your clients? So uh, when I went through this, this is just before I started working with Tori. This was kind of like my main driving force um, to begin working with her. So um I was still doing personal training. Like once the gyms opened back up, I was doing PT. I'd built my fitness business. So I was serving around 50, 60 clients online. Plus I was doing PT, plus I was teaching classes um, all at one time, plus trying to do content. And it got to the point where I was actually waking up in the middle of the night and replying to messages from clients. Um, and then I was like, <laughs> you know, um, and Tori asked me when I started working with her, she said, um, what's your day off? And I was like, what? She was like, when's your day off? I was like, um, and she was like, don't tell me you don't have a day off. And I was like, I, I don't have a set day off. No. Um, and that kind of made me really realize again, like this is something I talk about a lot in my content because I didn't realize if she said to me, you're burnt out. And I was like, no, I'm not like, I'm fine. It's fine. This is just, you know, I'm just building my business. I'm good. Um, and it wasn't until she went through the actual signs of burnout that I was suddenly like, oh shit, I am burnt out. Um, I think there's so much hustle culture, especially in the online space, you know, to, um, do all this, you know, um, no days off, um, you know, work 24-7, like hustle, you know, what you're supposed to do to build your business. And I definitely let that kind of mis- mislead me and feel like I had to do more um, to build my business. When in fact, once I restructured my business, um, it was the complete like opposite. Uh, so good. And 
Oh, it's shout out Tori. <laughs> it's so cool. And thank kudos to you for investing in yourself again, because it was a quantum leap, right? It would have took forever, who knows how long to see that if somebody who hadn't already been in your position didn't point it out. And it was another thing for you to be open and receptive to that information. And I truly believe that's what happens is when people get coaches and mentors and start doing this work, like, yes, like the information is helpful and you know, all this stuff, but it's like, until you're ready, like when you make that energetic exchange and invest in a course or a program or a coach, what you're really telling God, universe, source is that I'm really going to take in this information. Um, and then that is when things start to shift because we finally see it for ourselves so again, thank you for being conscious of this and setting the example that you don't have to work super hard for money. And it's not that you're not moving towards your manifestation. It's just that you're really understanding that mess, answering those messages at the end of the, or late at night is the thing what's causing resistance. Because if we don't message them, who knows what's going to happen? Then they're not going to book with me, right? Like most yeah. people are again, <laughs> unconscious of this. So what are, before we hop off here, what are some of the signs that someone is hitting burnout? So some big signs you're hitting burnout is you are constantly working, like you don't have set time off. When you're having time off, you're feeling super guilty for it, like you should be doing something or you say, I'm going to take today off. And then you're actually on your phone working still. Um, You're feeling, you know, not just tired, you're exhausted. You know, you don't have a lot of creative energy because your brain literally does not have the space for it. Um, you know, you just have lost all kind of love. Like I was so ready to give up my business at that point because I just didn't know where to go. Um, you know, I knew I wanted more, but I physically could not take on any more work. Um, so yeah, just being constantly exhausted, you know, no matter how many hours sleep you get, you're, you're not rested. Um, and you know, you're just constantly for me, like it was a constant feeling of like anxiousness. Like, um, I couldn't stop, like I couldn't switch off. Um, that, you know, led me to becoming burnout. Oh, so good. I know there's some people on here that are like, oh, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we're talking to you guys. Sorry, 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 but you were meant to hear this today and Source wants you to know this and that's why (laughs) you were led to this podcast episode. So Emily, I want to thank you again for stepping into your light and again, feeling that fear and doing it anyway, listening to all that imposter syndrome or the, the fear that was projected and understanding that, Those were just other people's beliefs. And again, really continuing to work on what you're doing because all of the people that you've been able to impact is why Source is telling you to keep going. So I know you have a couple different ways that people can continue this work with you, but what are, if somebody's listening to this right now and they want to work on their money blocks and maybe they're specifically in London, you're in London, right? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm coming to London this in a couple months in July exciting yeah so we need to connect when I get down there but let's say again somebody is listening to this and they want to dive a little bit deeper into this mindset and get really uh clear on the burnout that they have and how to reprogram it what are the ways that they can work with you so I have my one-on-one coaching container um so again this is all completely personalized coaching but it, it takes a lot of courage to, to restructure your business like it's, it's scary I'm not gonna lie it's, it's scary you know your business is your baby but it has to be done so we'll go through restructuring your business working on those limiting beliefs that you have 
Um, so there's a lot of strategy and then there's the mindset stuff in there to completely restructure your business, kill your mindset um, so that you can then start living the life you actually became your own boss for rather than what you, you know, you're probably giving yourself it worse off than when you was employed. Um, and then I also have the Release in a Queen Academy, which is all on money mindset and manifestation. And it's designed to help you realize your true potential, um, clear money blocks so that you can manifest anything that you desire um, and live the life you've always dreamed of. Yes, so good. Uh, and if you were somebody, I want to point this out while you're saying I have this on the If you're somebody who has been doing the work on the mindset and you're like, okay, I know a lot of these concepts. I know a lot of these things. Like I just have to download to share like book a one-on-one because a lot of times we are again in this position where we're not moving towards the manifestation enough, right? So yes, strategy and structure is one thing, but more talking about the beliefs that come up when you do those things. So if that is anyone listening here today and you're thinking about this, please, please, please book the one-on-one because it really does cause that shift, right? How you talked about with um, Tony, right? Or Tori, sorry. I wrote wrote Tori and it looks like Tony. (laughs) Tori's like probably hooting and hollering right now. But yeah, just that's a perfect example. And again, thank you for holding space for people like this and um, giving them that time and energy to help them go through that shift because now they're going to impact a lot of people. So where can everyone who's listening right now find you and get in your energy? So I have my podcast, Build the Tea with M. That is all money mindset, manifestation, a little bit of strategy thrown in there. Um, and then I have my Instagram, which is coached by M. Um, and again, you literally have everything. And right now you're going to get a lot of support with burnout. So if you're really struggling with that, then that is the place to be. Yay. Awesome. We love to hear it. So thank you again, Emily, for holding space for us today and getting on this podcast episode. And we will see everyone else in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Manifesting Money podcast. If this episode resonated with you, shifted your paradigm in any way, shape, or form, please stop what you're doing right now and write us a review. This simple act of kindness helps us get this podcast episode out to as many people as we possibly can. And we also want to know what resonated with you and why. So be sure to join our free Facebook group that you can find in the show notes or tag us on Instagram. Either way, we love when you're in our energy and we love rewarding you for listening to the podcast. When you're ready to truly break down your money blocks and learn how to make money work for you, not the other way around. Go to the show notes and learn how you can work with us and join our community of people who are making massive shifts in their finances. Thanks again for tuning into this episode and we cannot wait to share your testimonies. We'll see you in the next episode.